Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's time for the Deuce with Jimmy Chavez on 1620 The Zone. All the headlines you need in two minutes or less. Emma Ronsick becomes the 31st player in Creighton history to surpass 1,000 career points as the Blue Jay women's basketball team beat Xavier yesterday, 73-53 at Sokol. She scores 10 points in the victory. She needed 10 to get the 1,000 points, so it hit it right on the mark. Late in the third quarter, Lauren Jensen led the Jays with 15 points. The win pushes them to 18-6 and six on the season, 12-4 and four in the Big East. They've now won six in a row. And I got UConn. Yeah. Out of for a showdown on the road. Fourth-ranked team in the land, Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. That's a big one. They're a good team, and uh, they're starting to get a, a lot more respect. Hey, won a fluke at all. That's a good ball club. Creighton softball is off and running again. Warmer thoughts today. It's going to be 60 in Omaha. They close out the DePaul Dome Tournament over the weekend just outside Chicago with a pair of losses. The Blue Jays fell to Eastern Kentucky 9-6 and St. Thomas 6-4. They're 2-2 two and two in the very young season. And uh, Nebraska women's basketball, they played yesterday as well, and they lose a close one at 12th-ranked Michigan 80-75. to Check out this stat line. Alexis Markowski, double-double, 18 points and 18 rebounds. Jazz Shelley also notches a double-double with 14-10, and 10, and Izzy Bourne scores 18, but it's not enough for Nebraska. Falls to 14-11 and 11 overall, 6-8 and eight in the Big Ten. All right, now the big story. A quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs is calling it a career. He's retiring. Yes, Chad Henney. Making like John Elway, retiring a Super Bowl champion. The veteran quarterback <laughs> took to social media shortly after his Chiefs beat the Eagles in Super Bowl 57. Is that where we're at now? Yeah. Yep. Sunday night to say the game would be his last in the NFL. Calling it a career, capping it off with a Bud Light and another ring, he says on Instagram. The former Michigan quarterback broke in the league way back in 2008 with the Miami Dolphins. Played four seasons there, another five for Jacksonville. Before signing with the Chiefs in 2018, he retires with two Super Bowl rings. Not bad at all. And uh, for those wondering still, Andy Reid said after the game last night, he's not going anywhere. He plans to coach the Chiefs again in 2023. So you might want to forget all that retirement talk. He's having fun. Why does he want to retire? You have number 15 under center. He's throwing to number 87. Why would you stop? You guys see one of the funnier uh, tweets last night. And again, it's in good humor because it involves a – AFC West alum who finally is on the winning side of things with Melvin Gordon, and you brought up Melvin Gordon last oh, week. Yeah, he got a Super Bowl ring yeah. for being on the practice squad. Super Bowl and, and, well, this is great. Uh, this is one of the uh, Chargers uh, fan sites. The uh, the Bolt beat said Melvin Gordon really was just the kid in the group project who slapped his name in the final assignment, but he does get a Super Bowl ring out of it. It's kind of I, I, I found that to be funny. Where you always get that one kid who didn't do anything. It's like you're in the group project, and all of a sudden you're like, oh yep, sign my name because I was part of it. Yeah, that's that's a pretty I'd say a pretty good analogy. What is it you say? Never apologize for winning? Hell no. You don't. Captain Boodle's got a uh, Super Bowl Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Do you think people, uh, we haven't really got into the anthem halftime or the commercials other than uh, another rough year for commercials. We had a hard liquor and a Jesus commercial. Yeah. But the hard, I've seen the Jesus commercial before. The hard liquor is new. And we didn't get a Bud Light commercial until what, the third quarter? Yeah, it was late. Mm -hmm. 
So, yeah, I thought I missed it at so, one point. So we did get uh, Mick Ultra. Do we take for granted that people, everybody knows what Caddyshack is about? Well, did it? Everybody realize that it was Danny Noonan as the caddy at the very end. Yeah, the, the real yeah. Danny Noonan. Yeah, not for Nebraska. But do you think <laughs> Danny Noonan? But. Do you th- you think people? I mean, there's a certain age that that's foreign to you that yeah. you have no idea what yeah. that is about. It's. I see what or, you're or saying, but I commonly know. I think what it is Caddyshack, the movie, and what the premise is. I, so it'd be I like ho- a dated Berman reference. I, I yeah, I hope it is. And see, yeah, the, um, okay, so you bring a Berman, and I'm like, oh, nobody under 35 could give a rip. Maybe nobody under 35 cares about Caddyshack. I'd like to think they do, because if they don't, then, man, we got a problem with our youth. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bold assumption, but I think it's such an iconic movie, and so many of the scenes that they depicted in that commercial, I, I think were pretty good. Like, I, I love having, you know, the, the Ted Knight, Judge Smales fill in there i mean that that was no it was it was good but you're right i mean there could be a younger generation it's like what what's this all about farmer's dog is across the board the most popular uh, good. we have a lot of celebrities a lot of you know the m&ms thing did not go over that well was weird that did not go over well and by the way the m&ms are back shock yeah oh i just the commercials we're on a stretch here where the commercials just are not great they're not memorable yeah that's why i like the dodge ram one the uh, premature electrification one it was like a uh, like an ED commercial for the simple. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. That that to me is more of like the snarky comical value that we typically get from some of the old school commercials where it was just they wanted to make you laugh whether you remember the product or not. So be it. They just wanted to make you laugh. But we have a lot of celebrities like just going back and like you know retro Hawkins yep. stuff. Yep, that seems to be a popular thing. Now I did like the Ben Affleck Duncan one. I thought that was actually good. And, yeah. that, and that was a good one to start. I'm not a huge J-Lo fan, but I even liked her like at the end, you know, give me a glaze. Like it was, that was good. Now, the beginning of the night, first of all, I'm stealing this from Fox. I love that they did not call it the pregame show, that they called it the pre-kick show. Mm-hmm. So we should now have the pre-face-off show, the pre-tip 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 show, yeah. uh, pre-kick show. The pre-pitch. Yeah, I think we should have those now. And then we led into the national anthem. What do you guys or anybody else do when the entire national anthem is shown and you're at home? Do you stand? Do you do anything? When the national anthem is being played on national television for a sporting event. Oh, on television? Which is very very rare. Yeah. But like the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. national championship games, they will feature the anthem singer. Do you do anything? Do you make like Randy Quaid at the table and stand up? Or do you stand like you would if you were in person at the Super Bowl? In my home, um, maybe this doesn't make me a good American. Well, last night I was still uh, finishing up on the dip. How'd that turn out, by the way? Great. That's good. So I was was upright. I was standing not necessarily because I was paying (laughs) tribute to my country. But because I just so happened to be uh, finishing, putting the finishing touches on the Super Bowl uh, snacks. So I was up. And now thinking about some previous years, I believe I've been sitting before, too. So I'm just curious if, yeah, if anybody, I, like, okay, it's just like I'm in person, I'm going to stand for the right. national anthem. And I thought Chris Stapleton's version, again, very soulful, very bluesy. Soulful, great way to describe it. I feel it. like he's our friend, by the way, since we broke yeah. that concert announcement. Yeah. <laughs> he, went, he, he went under. He went under. Yep. I thought it was a fabulous rendition that was good and nick sirianni had tears yep but tom rinaldi had given you the story of how he listens to whitney houston's national anthem Mm -hmm. which ironically are probably the two top anthems of all time now 
I also have an affinity for Marvin Gaye at the NBA All-Star Game yeah, when he did good. his rendition at the old Forum in Los Angeles. I love I love me some Marvin Gaye. I have a baby face yesterday too. He was he was good. I thought he was good. So I did too. But but with Chris Stapleton, because mm-hmm. this is it, it, it's good. It it brings you to emotion. And 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 I again probably a lot of stuff going on, but I like got emotional a couple of different things yesterday, I get it. and that was one of that and the anthem, which which moved me to not you know have the water turned on like Sirianni, <laughs> but to like it that anthem. You got some goosebumps. Moved me. Like I got, I got really emotional when Fox does this every year when they host the Super Bowl. Is the ragged old flag? Yeah, with Johnny Cash. I, I love that. I mm-hmm. love that. So there's a comparison this morning going on in the pop culture world about who had the best anthem, and Whitney Houston's rendition was fabulous because her voice is was yep. amazing, and the timing of ten days into the Persian Gulf right. War when she's singing the anthem that probably is the standalone, and everything will be compared. Yeah. But man, Chris Stapleton is not very far from Whitney Houston's national. No, and you're right, because context matters. I, I always feel bad for bringing that up with the Whitney Houston one because it's almost like, well, then you just don't appreciate an amazing performance on its own. It was a good performance. It, it really was, and it's always going to be the gold standard. But I think it's important to remember why it caught so many people the way it did because we were in to the Persian Gulf crisis. And so there was even more pride and believing what, why our troops were there and everything. So, I mean, it's it's an American moment. It's the American day of the Super Bowl. You have this fantastic performance of it, but it meant that much more because we're also thinking about our armed forces as well. This one, if I could make a comparison, and I th- you use a great uh, adjective in soulful. I thought that that was a, a good way to put it because you think about some of those cool moments where, you, you know, you hear like a a singer that all of a sudden just grabs his guitar, he's at like a, a bonfire and just starts singing something and you kind of stop and you're like, hey, this is kind of cool. And you just kind of gravitate to that person because they're just singing. You know, it's kind of like, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's like Walker and, <laughs> and Yellowstone. Like just starts picking yeah. up a guitar and starts playing. You're like, damn, this is pretty good. As soon as you heard the first words out of Chris Stapleton's mouth, you're like, this is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. This, and, I mean, and the, he has the full Wookiee look too, which is also pretty cool you say kinda, wookie that's yeah. basically yeah it's, he's kind go, of a, kind of the Wayland. he kind you, of a Wayland look if going. you go to his show and you go to a show that's in the round that's kind of like he sits on a bar stool and yeah. plays now then pulls we, you in. then we go to halftime i don't know i don't think 13 minutes did rihanna justice because her catalog is enormous and there's one of her more popular albums and you remember, she hasn't she hasn't done much. She's kind mm-hmm. of been out of the public eye for about five, six years. Yep. She didn't play a lot off of that album. But you realize how talented she is with her songs are bangers. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like, yeah, we were saying you, we knew if, all if of if them. You, they are the yeah, definition of a if, banger. If you listen to Top 40 Radio, there's probably 60% of the songs on top 40 will be Rihanna. Mm -hmm. I mean, she has an incredible catalog and banger after banger Mm -hmm. and diamonds was great last night. That was cool. Yeah. And the performance and you find out that she's pregnant afterwards where she wanted everybody to know she had, you know, one song where she, she she rubbed her belly Mm -hmm. and everybody, and, is she pregnant? Yeah. Cause she had all the red on. So it's kind of tough to tell, but then there were a couple moments you're like, wait a minute, is that a baby bump there? 
So I like Rihanna. Whenever I see Rihanna, I immediately think of Matt Kemp because she ruined Matt Kemp's career. <laughs> but that's beside the point. But she's got banger after banger, and she's been gone for a while. And I think that actually hurt her last night, or it helped her, because I thought she was just fine. And that's not a bad thing, and I'll explain here. Now, her being suspended and her dancers that look like, you know, the marshmallow men. Mm -hmm. Or as someone said, it was the the white blood cells because she had the red. So she was the red blood cell, and they were the white blood cells. the, The choreography was amazing. She's going to be one of the rare Super Bowl performers that doesn't have anything to sell. Usually when you perform at the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. you have a new album, you're going out on a world tour. She has none of that. Okay, so she was just there to sing. Yeah. And I thought it was was just fine. It's a popular thing to go, oh, I hated it, especially if you're... (laughs) 50, 60 years old, yeah. and you you have no idea who she is. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's banger after banger. I thought she was just fine, and when I say fine, I think that was okay because she was not trying to overdo it. Yeah. She was not trying to, hey, I'm going to be coming to your city next month. I got this big right. tour. It's, I'm here. They wanted me. I haven't been out on tour. I haven't put out a new album, but I've got this incredible catalog of music that you know yeah. the songs you can from sing Diamond along. to Umbrella or the Biat. Which she started with. Oh, I thought. Did you? Yeah. Did anybody else think Jay Z was coming out? Yeah, we I thought did too. somebody. I, I and he was, was there, and he so was he, there too. He was there, but that probably adds that she was. She just performed. Yeah. Okay. She just wanted to perform last night, or did she? There's the other thing that's uh-huh. coming out this morning. Is apparently she, there were Chris Stapleton was on standby mm. because they weren't sure. Rihanna wasn't like all into the week of the Super Bowl. Oh. She had done the rehearsals yeah. and had been involved in how it was going to look. But the NFL, this is uh, from somebody that I think covers you know pop music for a variety, said the NFL was a little bit worried because like her rehearsals, mm-hmm. they hadn't done much. And so they were like, oh boy. Well, she came out and she was fine. You and, mean and, we could have gotten Tennessee whiskey at halftime? Yeah. Yeah, which would have been really weird. Oh, All man. of a sudden, hey, here's just Chris Stapleton in the middle of the field Again. just play. But but she she was fine, and that was a good thing. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of places today where you get your content will be like, oh, I hated the halftime show because it. I, I don't like. You know what? She's banger. You know the other yeah. reason is because after following last year, how do you follow last year's? We were talking a couple weeks yeah. ago about how amazing last year's show was. It's almost impossible yeah. to follow that, no matter what genre or what you like. Or no, she she was and she was good, and it's it's it is very common too. When I think of two of the other recent ones that were exactly what you laid out, Sharpie, and that is all right. When are they coming to Omaha? And I remember Bruno Mars oh, for the uh, Seattle and Denver uh, Super Bowl and. People that I was actually at the party with were already looking into getting their tickets for Bruno Mars, who was coming to Omaha eventually later, and also JT. Yeah. And and everybody was he was coming to Omaha uh, that year too. He was touring. Most have something to sell. Yep. yep. And they have a they have a movie. They have a show. Right. They have a tour. They have right. an album. She is one of the rare ones. That is true. That has nothing. Yeah, it's a good point. She was just asked to perform, and she performed, and she did it by herself. Yeah. Without any guests, mm-hmm. which probably which probably will add to a little bit of of her performance last night but i don't think in what she what she has done like 13 minutes was awful tight because there's some other songs that i was thinking that she might sing 
in this enormous catalog that she has it at still a relatively young age. Yeah, I, I think her being propelled on like, you know, the, the stage there and, you know, having sort of the aerial of effect, realizing there towards the end that she is pregnant um, and, and just she sang the crap out of everything. I thought she was great. It's a good way to I, put I, it. I thought it was a I thought it was a very good show without the pomp and circumstance. And you didn't have like the fun house like the weekend had and everything like it was it was just a no yeah. sharks. It, oh, God, that was weird. Well, there was it, no there was no like. Just the she white had, blood she, cells. She had a lot of, of dancers, of course. Yeah. But there were no fans or no. You know, extras that were on the field. No, it was just it was it was yeah. a solid show. It, it was, it was, it was yeah. a very solid show. It was fine. It was fine, and that's okay. You know. It won't be in my top five, but it's also I'm not gonna be like, oh god, what, what was that? What did I just see? That was good. It was solid. And she she has I mean, is nearly everything that she sings a hit? Pretty much. I, I did get, I, I will admit, uh, there were, I did have a, a tinge of letdown, though, when Jay-Z never showed up. Because when she got into that song, I'm like, oh, come on. Here comes, oh, here, here comes our guest. We even said, who's going to be the cameo this year? I don't know. Well, and, it, and it, was, it coincided with all of a sudden, for the first time, you saw the band. Yeah. And so you're thinking, okay, that's usually when the band comes out. That's when you get an additional act, and all of a sudden, and that would have been perfect. But she did fine with it. Such a, such it was a, still fine. Such an interesting how the NFL comes to the decision on who's going to sing, because they don't pay. The artist, yeah, they do it for free. Mm-hmm. Again, so it adds to she's got nothing to promote. Promotional so value, she's exactly. Doing it for free. Now yeah, I'm sure for... you go to Spotify, Apple Music. A lot of her songs have been downloaded. Yeah. Um, today is the one thing, and the only Super Bowl I've ever been to. The halftime show is not good for people that are in the stadium, because a lot of the times you can't see, mm-hmm. and also you can't hear. So it's better to be at home watching the halftime performance than being in person. Yeah. And I and I imagine, Who was the act am, when you went? And I imagine uh was it wasn't the Stones. God, I've forgotten. Oh, must not have been a good one then. Uh cuz I I was doing something at halftime. I'm just curious yeah. what Super Bowl you're at more than Oh, I went anything. to the uh Cardinals uh Steelers. Oh, okay. Tampa. Oh, that was Bruce. That's right. I think How do you forget Bruce? Well, so again, he He's got such an incredible catalog. That time was short. Yeah. Is the sound like, you know, we were like in the, the corner of the end zone. You couldn't hear like the sound mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. I, I, had, I had a more enjoyable experience watching the fake Steve Perry of Journey sing outside <laughs> the stadium than Bruce at halftime. <laughs> and also I had to go to the bathroom, so. Yeah. You know, everybody that, rushes so they can get that, back. That might take the entire, and they give, and even they, extended and halftime. And inside of the stadium, they give you a countdown. Super Five cool. minutes till halftime. Okay. All right. uh, 848. Coming up in the next hour, Jacob Bigelow, uh, Joel Lorenzi uh, will uh, join us. Next year, the Super Bowl's in Vegas. Can you imagine what halftime will be? Wayne Newton. Let's go. Hey, that would be great. Wayne Newton's still alive? Oh, yeah. I believe so, yes. Yeah, we looked it alive. up last night. Yeah, no, I'm positive. Last, 100%. last thing that Wayne Newton put out. <laughs> he did something with Jesse and the Rippers on Full House. Pretty sure he just, uh, you know, modernizes his, his bangers as well. Don Cushane? I don't know. <laughs> you know, so think about Vegas, and there's a lot of possibilities. You know, you got a lot of people that are doing, t- like, would Adele do halftime? You know, they have residencies Ooh, yeah. right now in Vegas? Yeah. She was at the game, too. Oh, yeah, the U2 commercial. I think she was watching Rihanna saying, they better call on me next year. Carrie Underwood? Um, the Killers are from Vegas. I don't think the Killers would be... Uh... A huge draw. 
for the halftime show. They would be the outside the stadium. They would be draw. the outside, yeah. yeah. It'd be the fan fest draw. Uh, we're back with more mornings with Sharp and Handley on 1620 the zone. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.